Lime, duh. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Wah, 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 yeah. Let's do it again. NXT, baby. Hello. Whoa, whoa, whoa. to the comedians. Not changing my lifestyle. I'm four or five women every day of my life. Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect the wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host, with an osh, Dan Black, a.k.a. Dunsky Black Amora, a.k.a. Donnie Capri from that time I went to Italy. Now shake those hips. Yeah. And let your backbone slip. Pull up your pants. AKA the modern day goof and spoof. Ha, Raja. Yeah, yeah. Coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby. Gabba, gabba, we. Gabba, gabba, we. Gabba, gabba, we. Yeah. <laughs> this girl, she is mine. And uh, uh, uh. <coughs> <coughs> she's fine. Stupid, 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 stupid. What's up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy, muy caliente. <laughs> Wrestling reactions. And also, this is not only a wrestling podcast, this is also a Hoobastank fan podcast. So if you're a Hoobastank fan, thank you for uh, crawling in the dark with us. We'll cover the Hoobastank later in the podcast. If we run out of time, uh, it gets bumped, okay? You know what I mean? Like Matt Damon on Kimmel. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll cover all things Hoobastank. Apologies later to on. the Hoobastank fans. We're <laughs> yeah. out of time. <laughs> Absolutely. Apologies to Hoobastank ahead of time. If, we, if there's, there's a lot of wrestling going on, we'll have to bump you, okay? And the reason is... NXT. Okay, so <laughs> we got a lot to cover. Remember, you can get your opinion and your voice on the show. You leave us a voicemail at 316 530-2429-316 530-2429 <laughs> Blow my mind. Gabba we. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Alright, oh no, that was crawling in the dark again. Okay. Oh, my apologies to Hoobastank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, hey, everybody, also, this show is grassroots. If you like what we're doing, there's only one way to support this show. Patreon.com slash Comedians of Wrestling. But we're not asking for charity. We got tons of bonus episodes on there. Full archives, tons of shit. And our bonus episode this week will be... The inaugural NXT on USA discussion. So check that out. Uh, that'll be coming out. It's out right now with this podcast, so you can listen to that. Now, uh, if you didn't listen last week, a couple changes to the Patreon going forward. As wrestling is evolving and changing, we are evolving and changing with it. Our episodes, once NXT, once WWE uh, debuts October 4th on SmackDown that Friday, this the main podcast will be coming out on Wednesday on your way to work, on your way to the Huggy Shop, Wednesday morning. Uh, and then the bonus episodes will be coming out Friday morning, and that will cover AEW's Dynamite. 
Well, that's confirmed. It's called Dynamite, which we'll get into today. And NXT on USA. Um, and don't worry, there's going to be crossover. It's not going to be as strict uh, as some people were a little nervous about. No, no, no. We're talking all things wrestling all the time, but we want to be able to make sure that we get into all the nuances of it and cover it the way that we need to cover it. So that's how it's going to go. Um, and thanks for supporting the show. All those bonus episodes will be at the $5 level. For a couple of bucks, you could support this show as we grow, baby. Yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> okay, listen. You haven't heard him. Nasty Newman is not in studio today. He had a scheduled vacation that I allowed him generously. I hadn't looked to my left yet. To, to go. He's not, I, oh, my God. There's a left in this room. But uh, in <laughs> studio, the Canadian dream slash my Canadian nightmare already fucking up in the engineer spot today. Uh, no schmick, Adam. Ooh, just lurking over your bed at night in a gown. Yeah. No more, Mr. Nice. Okay, but don't worry. We got someone here to talk wrestling. This guy is always fired up. This guy, the man who's always down. <laughs> um, uh, on the phone, Mr. Nick Tulo. I had a cup of coffee. I'm ready to go. It's 11 o'clock. Oh, I'm sorry. 10.46 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on my side. It's your boy, Tip Toe Tulo. How you doing, Dan? Well, I'm I'm feeling spicy. What's up, Anosh? Don't turn it up past that Okay, can I tell you, Anosh <laughs> runs this studio like uh, like your dad's old fucking Corolla with the duct tape on it. You know what I mean? It's working. This thing can hey, spark up that, at any moment. That car got us to the zoo. It got us to camping trips to the lake. Hey, Dan, what's the one cord I asked you to bring today from the Road Diaries? Okay. This podcast could go up in flames at any moment. Okay. Anyway, I'm ready for um, it. Uh, before be- too low, before we kick it off, I just gotta, you know what I gotta do? Yeah. Ooh, what flavor is that? <laughs> lime, duh. And duh. by the way, the official beverage of the show, <laughs> Lime LaCroix, we couldn't be less sponsored by them. <laughs> uh, well, but, uh, do you think a rep from LaCroix has heard about this? And he's like, why would I ever pay them? Why would I ever run this up to the top? Dan, I messaged them like a hundred fucking times. Like, yo, we talk about LaCroix on our goddamn podcast a million times. The host always opens ones up like, Wait, you've tagged them before? Yeah, yeah. I messaged them. Oh my god, really? Emailed, (laughs) messaged, everything. Like, there's no reason why they shouldn't have sponsored you by now. Yeah, I guess you know. Whatever. Well, no, I appreciate that, but I will say this. So, uh, I was on set the other day, and I they had um, I I opened the lime Lacroix, took a sip of it, and was like, (laughs) oh whoa, this one, something's going on here. Turns out it was the key lime Lacroix. Cake How was it? and soda? It was uh, not my bag, baby. Yeah. No. <laughs> it was not my bag, baby. Um, you know, yeah. I don't know how they do it down in the Keys, but yeah. let me tell you, they're not giving me a slice of refreshment. They're giving me a little bit too a little bit too much flavor. <laughs> Dipping into the Sprite zone, I would say. Anyway, this is a professional Ooh. wrestling podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. So, listen, um, I think before we get into all things... Clash of Champions, Raw and SmackDown. Um, Holy shit, I forgot it's Clash of Champions. Yeah, there's too. a lot to cover. That's a lot to cover. That's why we need these Patreon apps. We have a cash in live from the floor of Clash. Cl- we uh, do. Clash of Champions. Oh my god. Oh, that's a good call. Good. All right. Um, all right, Anosh, you can't you can't talk that much because I, then I can't hear too low. Well, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, there's nothing left to say. You're talking about wrestling now. Yeah, okay, we're gonna talk about wrestling. So shut the fuck up. Watch <laughs> hockey or something. All right. Too low. Yo, what's up? So. 
before we get into all things wrestling, let's talk about wrestling adjacent, uh, which is let's head over, if you will, to the uh, merch corner. Yes. So, okay, so I, I, I purchased this eco-friendly Daniel Bryan title, by the way. Yes. With, with the help of the of the patrons of this podcast, I want to thank you for um, <laughs> helping yeah. me to— Supporting your habit. Yeah, <laughs> almost enabling a drug, a drug yeah. addict. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> to uh, make the most reckless purchase of my life, the new yeah. Daniel Bryan eco-friendly title. Now, yeah. so here's the deal. I posted this in the page. You know how seriously, seriously I take my merch, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so, all right. It said it, when you order it that the title will be colored differently because of the natural, in quotes, natural wood elements. Right. Which I knew. But uh-huh. here's the thing. Mine, if you look at the back of the main plate, it's extremely light. Interesting. Yes. And the Daniel Bryan title has a nice contrast between the dark, almost the, what I would call, as a novice, uh, I would call yeah. it a rich mahogany. A rich mahogany, yes, I would that's say perfect. The back is a rich mahogany. Yeah, but, like a, yeah, like it could be a cherry wood too. Yeah, definitely rich mahogany. It's a nice. cherry that's wood the, sounds great. That sounds what I'm yeah. thinking about. Yeah, a burnt, maybe a burnt sienna, or is that a crayon? Yeah. I think that's okay. a crayon. That's the color sure. of my skin. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> most, no, most of my friends uh, refer to me as burnt sienna. Wow, that's. <laughs> no. I think that's racist. But yeah. uh, oh, surely it is. <laughs> yeah. People in Canada are ignorant as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, who are you better friends with? Shane Gillis? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Too wow. soon. <laughs> too Surely too. have some people mutually in common. with Seth Rogen. Uh, do I? I? No, I don't think I do. I don't no, think I do. I'm not, not surprised either. But anyway, we don't need to talk about that, Jabron. But um, yeah, so that's it. So I've been emailing, okay. I've been emailing back and forth with WWE. About me, I'm like, yo, listen, uh, first off, here's the thing. I put it out to the group, okay? And I was like, yo, do you guys, Jabroniacs, do you think this is a problem? I was stuck yeah. in between the thing of like, th- it's cool because mine is unique, right? Yeah, and yeah. No piece of wood is alike, which is cool. It's like, this is mine. It's like a snowflake. It's like a snowflake. Yeah. Right. But then I would get pulled in the other direction of like, yeah, but every Daniel Bryan one looks the same. Right. True. Right. So yeah, then, he's only got one. Yeah. yeah. So then here's a I emailed back and forth with the shop, with Shop Zone. <laughs> and they were like, look, I sent them emails. They sent me a stock response. I responded back being like, hey, I'm a great customer. This stock response is not addressing my issue here. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then they hit me back being like, look, <laughs> we can't guarantee the color <laughs> that you're going to get of this title. And then I get him back I go, listen, I need one of your guys To hit the fucking floor of the factory Yeah Just find me the darkest one in the back <laughs> And they're like We can't make that happen So if you want oh to return God. it, that's okay Yeah, you know? yeah and then <laughs> I hit a point where I just go like What am I doing with my life? <laughs> oh my God, dude I'm sorry, I was the The I'm more upset about the turquoise stones being like fucking seafoam blue or whatever the fuck okay. it is. Like, right. So then you I'm, brought that up, which didn't even cross my mind. Then I looked at it and I started comparing the turquoise on the DB title. They're not even, it's not even close. It's not even close. But they give you a plate of plastic, <laughs> it, yeah. which they call and decorative resin. <laughs> it's, in, 
insane, dude. Oh, man. I guarantee there's no other wrestling podcast talking about their shop zone, no Daniel Bryan, eco-friendly title. Uh, so here's what I did do. I, I have a friend who told me one time that he has a friend who's a woodworker. Okay? Yes. And I was like, look, this sounds crazy. I texted him a picture. And I was like, can your friend, I'm looking for two, I'm looking for two moves from your friend. Can they take... <laughs> Ask them if they can stay in the back plate of my eco-friendly <laughs> Daniel Bryan heavyweight championship replica though. Okay, so I call, I texted this guy. I was like, look, I, I, can you stain the back of the main plate of my eco-friendly Daniel Bryan heavyweight championship title? Right, 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 right. And then, I, and then I was like, the other thing I need is, can you pop out these decorative resin stones <laughs> and get me some fresh turquoise? <laughs> And we oh can like get some stones on there. So I'll have the actual, I'll have the most authentic Daniel Bryan eco-friendly title besides an actual Daniel Bryan, the new Daniel Bryan eco-friendly heavyweight championship title out there. Absolutely. And the and guy honestly, was like, I can do that 100%. <laughs> oh my God, 100%, he said? So, yo, here's the question. This goes out to the Jabroniac Nation and to you first, Tulo. Yeah, yeah. I've already decided. So, is should I mess with this by by taking the risk of having this guy do this? But I don't think is there really any risk. He literally said a hundred percent. He sounded like a brain surgeon. Right. Like, I guess he's like, in yeah, my mind, I I'm like as a collector in the future, is he make this is like when you break the seal. You know what I mean? They're like, hey, I mean, warranty shot. This thing's yeah, worth half the price yeah, now, even though I don't yeah, think it, it's not going to yeah. be worth anything. Who cares? What like what are you gonna what 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 is what's the possibility that it will ever be worth a thousand dollars because it's so rare? I mean, I don't know. I say make it make it make it Whoa, so you're big happy. Spender over here too. A thousand dollars, nothing to Nick Tula, everyone. Hit this guy <laughs> no, up but for that's drinks like, next time you're at it's, Mania. It's not, <laughs> what? It's not like uh, you're never gonna do anything with it. It's not like you're gonna sell it. You're gonna have it for the rest of your life and then give it to your kid one day. I might earn it. You don't know. I might save a couple of sea turtles and then I earn it. <laughs> You don't Dude. know. You don't know. <laughs> oh man, I, this is wild. So you're saying do it? Well, look, we'll post it to the Facebook group. And by the way, if you're not, I mean, if you're not a member of the Comedians of Wrestling Facebook group, then you're missing out on the best community Dan, of pro wrestling fans out there. Dan, isn't it crazy that there's people that are in the group that don't listen to the podcast? We, we stumbled upon that the other day. <laughs> what I about was like, the guy in the group who hates the podcast? <laughs> yeah, hates the podcast. I was like, yeah, I don't. Uh, I tried listening to it, and I just uh, – I, but I really like the group, though. It's a great group. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, this group is great. <laughs> I was like, yo, bro, no respect. We're not for we're not for everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, by the way, we know. Not everyone's into uh, professional wrestling, merch, and hoobastank. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> You'd be doing something wrong if everyone was into you. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. Uh, it's the best, dude. Yeah, so anyway, uh, so yeah, so anyway, we'll pose that out. But here's the next part of it. Then Jabroniac, that, see, one of my favorite things about this community is like we have such talented people um, yeah. uh, 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 who are love wrestling, love the podcast, and willing to donate their talents to the pod. So we have Jabroniac, Steven, who, by the way, don't know how to say his last name. Osimity? Is that what I want to say? Oshmuddy? Uh, Oshmuddy? Yeah. Well, he was, he's a woodworker and he was like, you know, for like a couple hundred bucks, he was like, I'll make the cow, the eco-friendly cow heavyweight championship title. And we're That's already incredible. in talks about having that. Oh my God. So listen, and Is that I will, here's a couple awesome. things I will confirm. There will be a turquoise element and it will I have, have the- removable side plates in wood. In- 
incredible. Okay, those are two things Wait, that I don't look, get your, I need. Okay? Are you going to get like cow side plates? Well, the way it you will are. work is whoever is the cow heavyweight champion, you have a chance. You choose if you would like to be uh, eco-friendly or not. That's it. like oh. a, you uh, choose option A or you choose option B. But do you have to be like 100% like vegan and eco-friendly while being the eco-friendly no, champ? No, no, you just have to be kayfabe vegan. We can't see you like okay. online oh, okay. eating like, you know what I mean? Okay, okay. Okay, fine. Just that's, that's every, I mean, everything's yeah. kayfabe nowadays. By the way, yeah. I keep – I'm right now a television writer. I had a meeting today about uh, 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 an, another project that I'm going to be working on. And <laughs> I met with the producer for the first time, and I struggle to not say the word kayfabe. I mean, I struggle. <laughs> it, is a, a, it is a word that uh, you're like, we should all know this word. Everybody should know the word. I was like, okay, so in kayfabe, I'm like, in the universe of the show is what I went for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which oh, yeah. is more words than kayfabe. Anyway, it's, it's, so yeah. uh, that, well, I'll keep you guys updated on the drama of the <laughs> of the eco-friendly title. I think that we all agree oh, that this God. is the number one thing to cover, right? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Anosh, can you get go ring the bell yeah. so we can start talking about wrestling officially? I, uh, it's far I, over I, there. Normally, uh, so real quick. Real yeah. quick, I was telling to Aaron, I was like, what is it? We, I listened back to our podcast, and we say 100% all the time. And I was like, I only say that nice. when I'm with – I only say that when I'm with, like, recording with you. I, for some reason, I just say oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. million bucks. <laughs> all right. Ring that fucking bell. Right, ring the bell. All right. The official Let's cowbell. Go. We got to have more of it. Um, anyway, so. Dan. Dan. Yeah. What do you want to talk about first? <laughs> okay, well, thank you for posing it to me. There, there's a lot to talk about, and we're, we're I know we're, there's a lot to talk about. I think the first thing we got to talk about. I follow. That's part of what I do is I look at the group and I look about what what's the most discussed shit going on there. Uh -huh. And by the way, what's the countdown here? Are we two weeks away from AEW premiering on TNT? I, I believe, believe so. so. I think not next week. The next week, October second. Yes. Uh very exciting. I and um, SmackDown moving to Friday that same week. I think the first thing we talk about is The Fiend. So Let's do it. I think Bray Wyatt, we said it last week. I said he's my number one. Uh, yeah. I don't think over this week my list has changed much. I think my list from last week was, I'm saying, uh, top five best wrestlers right now. Top guys. Yes. I said number one, Bray Wyatt, Bray. The Fiend. I said right. number two, Chris Jericho. So number three was was it Cody? No, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, yes. Becky Lynch number three, and then number four I put Kofi. Kofi. Uh, and number five is kind of like a five way tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I stick um, with that. If um, I, if anything, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm tempted right. to see how I could slot Cody uh, Kofi up. You know? Yes. Uh huh. Uh, but let's talk. So okay. So in terms of doing great work, the fiend. It's exciting times. The Fiend <laughs> showed up at Hell in a Cell. One thing I want to point out is at the end of the uh, at Clash of Champions, at the end of Clash of Champions, they pulled something really slick, which I don't know if I've ever seen before. Which is okay. they put the that graphic that shows up in the bottom right at the end of the pay per view. It's Seth was holding the title. He was on the top of the ramp. They they flashed that, which normally means okay, nothing else is going to happen. It's over. Yes, yes. They put that yes, up, and the Fiend did. came with that already up. I don't know if that was unprecedented or not, but that was a genius. Yes. 
and also a great example of the minutia that goes into pro wrestling that is hard to explain to people. Like, yes, when, no, no one understands that. Right. Because I was thinking about this. I was like, people, the way, like, the stuff that I love in, like, um, like shows that are, like, brilliant, like Arrested Development, that level of detail exists in pro wrestling. Right, exactly. It doesn't exist exactly in a lot of other about. places, actually. No, yeah. Uh, so that was like that. That was awesome. The fiends showed up. Uh, really exciting. I knew it was going to happen. I called in the podcast last week, but not because it was pretty obvious. He yeah. said. But the main question is. Uh, well, one thing before the main question. Well, how do you think the mask looked? I know I said it very obvious how I'm feeling. Um. Okay. I'm officially now freaked out on the mask. I have crossed. I have crossed over the threshold. I'm like, I'm actually sitting in my house right now and just talking about it is freaking me out. Yeah. So it, the mask is Bray Wyatt is legitimately scary. Dude, the eyes are fucking sick. Those yellow and red eyes are so fucking sick, dude. Yeah. So here's the deal. I agree with that. Don't you think the mask is a little too white? Yeah. Cause you can kind of see. Like the sides of it are so fucking dope. He has like burnt eyes in it. Uh, Dude, the mouth crazy. looks cool. The eyes look amazing. But then the nose and then the white part of it—they're a little. I like them because they're clown, but the, it it looks a little cheap for how great the rest of the production value is. Yeah, I mean, I can see why you could feel that way. I just, I just think it just went to a new level this week. Like him yelling now. When he's screaming underneath that thing, dude, it's so fucking nuts. So I'm the like, only thing I, I heard him say was run. Did he say anything else? He was just yelling at points, though. Yeah. He was, I know he was probably saying a lot of shit, but he was screaming like when he was applying the mandible claw. Dude, it, it's pretty fucking terrifying. I'm not going to lie. I get, I get scared pretty easily. It's pretty and great. This, How do you – they got the like whole like – uh, the like uh, psycho killer, like stab, stab, stabbing music in the background yeah. the whole time. Oh my god, dude! That's yeah. I'm, that's it's good. It's definitely scary too. for kids. No, it's terrifying. I saw kids with uh, the hurt and heel gloves on, dude. That's like that's wild. I know. Like, I got to buy that hoodie. I'm, I I promised myself I would wait till that hoodie goes on sale, but I will yeah. buy the Let Me In hoodie. Yeah, it's, I love the sleeves. Such a cool feature. I, also, if you look how the way it's printed. The, the print goes over the pocket, which I think is cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, so how Always do we, the main question is how do we book The Fiend? We now are seeing him in okay. a wrestling sense. Now, one thing we did see that was a big question was how does he do his feuds, right? Uh, so we see he's going to cut promos in the funhouse as Bray yes. Wyatt over the Titantron. Yes. yes. For now. And then when he comes yes. to the ring, it's The Fiend, and um, it – uh, it really works. Did that feel live when he was talking to Seth? Um, because Seth interacted, so he I was interacted surprised. with him. But I don't know if he. I still think it was taped. It could have been, yeah. I mean, that's that's easy enough to do because Seth didn't really say much. Uh, but, but the set was also uh, a little simpler than it had been, so that also made right. me think. I don't know. I can oh, find was, that out. Yeah, easy, I, it was back, I think it was backstage. I think they're doing those that. Blue, just the blue wall thing backstage now. Uh, I think that's going on. Yeah, because like, I'm just up. talking about sustainability. Like for long term, you know, we know that WWE writes up to the, up to the wire. If they do it that way, then they can 
make it work where he is just cuts live well, promos from the back. Well, my explanation and what I was saying to people that I realized about this stuff this week was that was an episode of the Firefly Funhouse. Like we, it wasn't raw. It was the whole show was the Fire, Firefly Funhouse. Right? Is that why the graphics like the, were upside down? I think so. I want to say yes because then at the end, the extended uh, Firefly Funhouse song and it was like flipping up and down and shit and doing stuff. Hey, Danny. Uh, I thought it was, and they did so many segments throughout the night that it was, it was so fucking nuts. Like, yeah. so how do we book? Here's the question. The big question is how do we book Bray Wyatt? Like, so we're going into, and people are like, well, if he loses, everyone's worried about Bray Wyatt losing. We did the thing where yes. people were, the, the big discussion was, do you keep putting him in the title picture? And WWE's answer was yes. Now, they put him in the. I think it's a smart move. I'm into it because uh, my thing is this: is like I I understand that the that like he works outside of it, but it, the bottom line is he's he's doing the best work in the company, and that should yeah. be rewarded, and he should be uh he should be heavyweight and waiting on stuff. We've known in the past. WWE's clearly learned their lesson. Like we don't wait, we just do it. Yeah. Uh, they learned that when they waited. Fuck, what was the example? Maybe the Shield. Like, I mean, <laughs> the Shield. Imagine they waited for the Shield Mania match this year. Oh, my God. Dean would be gone. So yeah. they just pounce when they got when they're like, we got it, we book it, we do it. You know what I mean? So yeah, sure. but the question is, how, is that is Bray Wyatt above being like a champion? Is what he's doing transcend that? And I think, no, I think... I think wrestling, if you're a wrestler, you should always want the title, especially right. in WWE where the titles matter. Are they, they're, one of their problems is that the titles don't seem to matter because they got two of them, you know? True. Uh, and then the other thing is, it, uh, so the thing is, can he, can he lose to Seth? Um, no. The no. answer is uh, no. That's one no. thing where it's like we all agree he can't take – Bray Wyatt cannot afford to be eating pins right now. No, yeah, definitely definitely not. So, the, uh, so how do you book it? You book it as he can either win clean. Right. He can win clean. And to me, the That's only it. reason to not do that is if you have no – if you have plans of taking it off him. Cause, Man, it's so confusing, Dan. It's it's really tough, dude. Okay, so it's okay, really- let, let, let's put this. Let's let, there's a lot of ways to. to okay, here's yeah. how I see this. Okay, we all. I think we all agree that Seth is not going to lose this title anytime soon. I, I think. That, yeah. <laughs> the, I think they're going to give Seth a nice long run through Mania because it, they'll want to solidify him. So then, what are they going to do? So they're going to schmaz this shit up. Like what you do, the reason it's cool is because I had a couple thoughts. First thing is that we've heard a lot that Sting might be coming back. So if Sting appears in the cage and goes after Bray, you know, yeah, then that's a, that's a cool feud for Bray to, to the fiend to put down Sting, right? I I guess so. I mean, yeah, it's it's. Yeah, so uh, then dude. you have that where, and then you have Bray looking amazing in the cell. You know what I mean? And, like, he can show off some of his, re- like, whatever he's going to hide under oh, the man, ring, yeah. you know? Uh, so, uh, like, like a, cell, a bunch of horrors, you know what I mean? 
he's, yeah, he's got to have that big mallet, that big clown mallet, right? Right. And he could freak out. He could totally freak out Seth. And then we could yeah. see what, because don't we, we all want to see, he's only wrestled one match and one dark match in, in, six in MSG. Months. In six months, he, well, he, yeah, no, he wrestled uh, Finn. Finn. So what I'm saying is, have him wrestle Seth, and let's see what he, let's see what the Fiend is all about. I think that if they walk out of that match and somehow Schmaz is up, or somehow, uh, you know, somehow they get out of it with maybe even Bray. Even if you, I wouldn't even care if he's like. He like he uh, he gets into like a whole thing with himself where he's like to his head is too fucking fucked up and he has to run yeah. away or something, you know? That's that's fucking awesome. Um, he has the hurt heel and he's like fighting with himself or something distracts him in the crowd, like Abigail or something, and then you expand the lore of him where he's. But I think the I think that he should want the title. I don't think any uh, yeah, wrestler's uh, yeah. above wanting a champion. The title. No, you know he's he's got to want to be champion, and he can do some really great stuff with it. It's that universal title is the right title for for what Bray's doing. I think it's just it's like it's not that big prestigious like title feel to it. That universal title it never ha- has had that feel, right. and like this is about the universe, and he can fucking really get creative with that red title, and he can change it. He can do whatever the fuck he wants with it, but. I, I was thinking, like, if they're going to end that, they can end it in a way where, like, he does some, like, really fucked up shit and then just, like, like to Seth. Like, remember when Undertaker hung Austin on the cross, like, kind of thing? Like, some weird fucking crazy thing that just, like, ends the match and no one won or lost. That right. kind of works. Saying there, yeah, I mean, or, I mean, I truthfully think what's going to happen is you set him up for his next feud there. Like, have Taker show up, you know? Yeah, like, like I think they're gonna what, have somebody's yeah. gonna show up, like Sting or somebody, and they, they and and then it's gonna and we'll basically all have this match. We can establish Seth being real scared of of the Fiend for later. Yeah, yeah. But then you have him go and uh, he's got to take care of some other business, you know? Because right now he's racking up legends, like that's the pattern of him. Yeah. So and keeping him heavyweight is he's the best guy in the company. So why not have him uh, uh, be there now? Uh, yeah, that's what I think. It also like it makes Seth. The thing is, what it really does is elevate Seth. It, Seth yeah, it sure does right now because yeah, that's what Seth needs. You know, his Strowman match, whatever. You know, it's like the, his his run. They're having a hard time making his run feel like something Important. you want to follow. Where yeah. the Kofi run has been perfectly booked. Uh, where Kofi is now, it's like. Okay, he overcame the odds at Mania by beating a guy who's 5'8". Right. right. And now yeah, he's yeah. just going all through the boss battles of this video game that is WWE, right? Dude, that's and, fucking an awesome analogy. Right? That's exactly what he's doing. He looks like the player you'd have in a video game. Yeah. Everybody he's wrestling feels like the next boss battle. That's so true, dude. Yeah. So whereas like Seth... They're they're struggling to like find a story for him that really works. So why not have the, the fiend and Seth create their history? It's like yo, you you tormented me in the cell. I never I never have felt the same since the cell. Like I'll wrestle anybody oh. but the fiend. You know what I mean? Dude, it's really amazing. It's a really good way to do it. And what if he I, says I to Vince, he's like, yo, I'll I, I'll wrestle Bray any day. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
<laughs> but it's like the feet. I don't know, something like that. I mean, I like... Well, if you think about the Goldberg, I, Gold, like Lesnar, like how powerful Lesnar is. No one questions Lesnar's strength ability. No. <laughs> but Lesnar is in kayfabe, kind of scared of Goldberg, right? It's true, yeah. So it's like everyone needs like a kryptonite. Why Seth's kryptonite can't be a supernatural Bray Wyatt? Is I think that's really good for his character. I, you and you in, immediately saw it, like uh, from Mon- Monday the way Raw started off. Like he was legit, like messed up from it. They did a really good thing with the lighting where it was dark and there was just a spotlight on Seth and like really his emotions. And then at the end when he gets attacked and he's like, he's like shaking in the corner. Like this guy, this is fucking sick. Like Bray didn't even do anything to him there. He just fucking stared at him and was screaming at him. Right. And Seth was legit terrified, shook to his core. Like I'm excited to see how he handles this now. Like, you know, going forward, it's it's sick. It's, it's really amazing. Right. It's, I'm just blown away by it all, to tell you, like, to be honest. It, like, just, it made it feel like WWE's back. Like, they found something big, and they know they got it, and now they're just going to fucking go all out with it and and and, and do it. It's, well, it's not all, it's only awesome. do they have, WWE have something big, they also have something big that AEW can't do. They just simply yeah. can't do this. Yeah, the, the, Bray Wyatt is a one-of-a-kind talent, and what he, the production level of what he's doing requires yeah. a major operation that I'm not sure that they have yet. Like now you might say, I know they're going on TV and stuff, but I'm saying <laughs> he has a dead he ha- you need a writing team. I'm not sure AEW has a writing team and I don't mean booking team. I'm talking about writing. The writing on those Firefly Funhouses are pretty fucking slick. Uh so very slick. Like yeah. it's, um, it's, and the pro- anything they've ever made, done. It's prob it's very I imagine very very expensive, you know? Yeah, yeah, gotta cost a ton of money. Not to mention whatever conditioning they get for Bray, you know. Anyway, uh, I I fucking love Bray Wyatt. I absolutely love the guy. I think he's a visionary. I think that he's the only guy who saw what Matt Hardy did and was like, "We should all be trying something like that." You know, it's very true. Uh, Probably why they wanted Hardy back and. the deletion stuff, broken mat is still something that could work in WWE. Right now, too, with this Bray stuff, one thousand percent, Dan. That right. if if they went full fledged into broken Matt Hardy right now, they could do it with with what they got going on with with the Fiend too. Right. They could do some real cool shit with it. Yeah, so I think uh, I'm, I'm reading everybody's comments right now uh, uh, on the feed and stuff. It's everyone agrees that he should not lose, but the interesting no, thing is like yeah. a lot of people want think that he should beat he should beat Seth. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if if he's only going to wrestle at pay per views and he's going up against champions, he's got to win a lot, you know. Like if he's yeah he's got to win he i he could do something really special with the title i want to see what he's like as champion actually right. i feel like we've seen we've been doing this for how long firefly funhouse now like this is like what six months or so right like it's 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 more than like deserving he can he's fucking changing the game give him the fucking title let's see what that's like let's yeah. go I'm, I'm so down for it so it's that's it. so Seth has a real interesting route. Now, by the way, look at all the the comment. The com- we had a shit ton of comments on it in the Facebook page about what do you do, Fiend Seth? That's what WWE does smart. Sometimes they do stuff people are worried about it. That that's yeah. heat. 
Like they're worried, right? Like you're like, oh, well, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Hopefully they don't fuck that up or whatever. That's what they they they're smart about leaning into that. They give you things a little too soon to worry you. Uh, cool. And let's no, talk about yeah, Kofi. Yeah, totally makes sense. Let's go over to Kofi. I, I was pretty shocked by the clean win over Randy. Very yeah. I, it was a very interesting match. A slow pace. Um, it had its spots. It was like I was like trying to get into it i felt myself a little detached from it and then it like really picked up towards the oh, end and yeah, i, I love that match i thought it was really really great i was having a t- it was that, like having a tough time like of it going and then finally uh, it, it hit it was like all really really great spots and him winning and i'm like wow like man kofi and you just nailed it with that analogy of going through the bosses like you know, it's Daniel Bryan, you know, eight, uh, Kevin Owens, you know, they just keep going up and up and up. Dolph is even in there. And now he's got – when Brock came out, I was watching to the, uh, last night. I was pretty hammered. And I legit marked out so hard. I'm like, holy shit, they're going for it. Always he's room for fun- Brock. Always room for Brock. He always feels fucking big time. So, the, yeah, what I'm saying is that Daniel Bryan – perfect spot. Kofi, Kofi has this beautiful thing of it dawned on me – because I was comparing the Kofi, I posted in the group. I compared the Kofi journey, yeah, to the Daniel Bryan WrestleMania 30 journey. I was like, "Yo, is Kofi having the run that Daniel Bryan would have had if he didn't have to give up the title after the Kane feud?" Um, and what dawned on me was beating Daniel Bryan is le- is less of a big deal than beating Batista and Randy Orton at the same time and Triple H in one night. See, that's, true. that's what Kofi has not done yet. Right. And that's kind of the beauty is that he won at Mania, but actually they're being really smart about building it up where he's actually like overcoming this odds. He's beating every big guy. And then everyone. He beat Orton, which surprised me definitely clean. I mean, it was a great, it was, I was happy to see it. And also, I want to comment on, on Kofi's style. Kofi. For a guy who's small and pretty sucked out, I gotta say, like he's he's yeah. not looking too jacked up. Um, no, yeah, I think he's got a condition with his chest. I think it, I it's something I have. It's like where your your sternum is like um, inverted and like goes in. It's actually like a pretty crazy thing. Um, so I think that's what it is. But no, he well, yeah, out, yeah. yeah he has like a, some kind of collapsed muscle thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about in general. Like he's a lot smaller than he was. If you look at all the Orton packages from like ten years ago. For sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, but I mean, but he wrestles a style that that he's extremely that that is like a believable way to fight bigger guys. Yeah, it, I, um, I say I call it. He's an innovator. He's such an innovator in the ring. He just does all these wild things. His matches are always different. He's he's every match you watch of Kofi's, you're always like you always after it or like. Yo, he did some stuff there that I've never seen before. Like, what is it's it really it's special? He's really great. Yeah, um, he's a way Anosh. What are you doing over there? Is this mic on? Oh my god! All right, this fucking guy. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, it's, yeah. uh, he did, Kofi. I'm saying he has that coffin. He did like a coffin drop onto Orton to the outside. Yeah. Well, I was like, dude, that's so fucking dangerous. <laughs> I know. He's a maniac. He goes dude. for it. He's, I, he's very athletic. He puts it on display. He puts his full body weight into guys. He's great. Um, I'm loving it. And he's so likable. You want to root for oh, him. Oh, totally. 100%. So anyway, he, his, he beats Orton. And then uh, 
he the ultimate challenge shows up Brock Lesnar <laughs> and you're like oh my god you are at the boss battle of boss battles <laughs> like you're like what like this is a guy you are you're like okay I love the Kofi run but like how do we do th- what do we do here to me right. this is a bigger pickle than the, oh. the Seth uh, uh, and, Bray Wyatt thing Dan this isn't any kind of Brock this is bearded Brock this, this is, is bearded uh, Brock. He's also looking is, pretty jacked up. Yeah. Does he I'm switch? You. Anytime he shows up, he's in either flabby, jacked, flabby, lean, <laughs> flabby, like jacked and lean. Like he switches it, right? Yeah. He, I mean, I couldn't tell you how happy I was to he see was like, bearded Brock. Bearded Brock is the best Brock. He's best for business. It's a different look. Smackdown, opening night, title fight. Give it fucking to me. Like, yes. It's so Kofi, this is perfect for Kofi. Perfect. Here's the deal. Like, so Kofi calls off the new day like a hero. Yeah. His hero journey. It's like, I got, yes. I've been doing all this by myself, all these matches to this point. Guys, love you guys. Step down, stand down. Yeah. I can do this. And this is the ultimate test for Kofi Kingston. Brock Lesnar. Is there sure. any chance he can beat Brock Lesnar clean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, it's so... Is it, I'm asking you, yes or no? Yeah. Yeah, there's a chance. There's always a chance. Well, in every video game, you there's always a chance to beat the main boss, right? Like, well, let's so, think about it. Business we're making the analogy. Well, we're making the analogy to video games. Yeah, of course. It's Mike Tyson punch out. It's the little fucking guy against Mike Tyson. Right. You have to. It's it's impossible, but you can do it. You know. Who has beat? Let's let's actually think about this. Who has beat Brock Lesnar right now? In the past, like since uh, what's it like 2014 SummerSlam Lesnar or whatever, whatever year that Seth was. R- I don't have my Seth year right. Probably 2013. Since the su- uh, first, he suplexed Cena a shit ton of times. Super Brock Lesnar. Who is actually Goldberg and Seth, right? And Roman. Yeah. And Roman. Not Strowman, right? No, not Braun. Right. So. Yeah, that's it. That's not it. Many so is Kofi Kingston that level? Uh, and. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think so, man. I think so. I, I guess think, think so. about it from a business perspective. They let they let him pin Orton and beat Orton clean. Do you, do we think that they going into SmackDown this big deal? They're like, well, Kofi yeah. Kingston is the guy we want to be the champ, or do they want Brock Lesnar on Friday nights? I think they want Brock Lesnar on Friday nights. So you think this is the end? Uh. I believe Kofi can beat Brock, and if he does, it's pretty pretty fucking crazy. But <laughs> do you remember I when they, I two years ago I gave Jinder Mahal the number one best wrestler spot? Yes. Okay. So <laughs> and you left the who'd you leave the Miz off or something yeah, like yeah, yeah. crazy? I, 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 I left I gave him you shit off for because it. I said who had and I was saying who had the best year. That was my thing. And what I said yeah. about Jinder Mahal is I said he was never he had the best year for the amount he had. No, he'll never, ever, ever have a year that good in wrestling, ever. That was it for him. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Do you think Kofi... I'm saying, is Kofi... 
a guy who had a Jinder Mahal story or is Kofi Daniel Bryan, who is a guy now after this run, even if he loses to Brock, it doesn't matter. He's still kind of like etched in stone as a guy that you could throw up to heavyweight. I'll say this, Dan. I think Kofi's writing his own story. I think this is this is the Kofi story. I think this is something that no one expected could ever happen, and it's happening, and it's and it's really really good, and it's and it's unique, and it's different. It's something you know. Everybody always, a lot of people always say like, "Oh, WWE, same old shit." Like you do the same old stuff over and over again. This is we've never seen this before. This is fucking amazing, and he's doing a really good job. And when really that good match job. is going on. I'm going to be, like, screaming for Kofi to win. Holy shit, you're going to be there, aren't you? No, that's the thing. I What? Am, can you believe this? I got to go to what? Jeb's bachelor party. <laughs> what? So Where? <laughs> I will not. I will not be there. Where's his bachelor party? I have a ticket to be there. I'm <laughs> like... They're saying that the Rock will probably be there, and I will not be there. It's just, uh, it makes me sick to my fucking stomach. Where are you guys going for the bachelor party? Uh, we're going. Uh, we're going to uh, like a like a a ranch, like a like a a ranch in like Texas. Like you can like ATV uh, ride and like shoot guns and like all that kind of shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, uh, I mean. It's gonna Don't be a great time. Get me but. started. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I looked at it. I go, oh, to- oh man, to over four. All right. Anyway, all right. Are we just gonna move? You want to just move yeah, on? Let's from move that? on from that because I'm gonna get uh, okay. too upset. All right. So, but Kofi Kingston, man, like, right. let's say he beats Brock Lesnar, and then what's what's next for Kofi? You know, it kind of feels like Kofi might be better off losing, and then we revisit this. You know. Not the not the worst idea. That's all. I thought of that too. If he um, beats Brock, what do you, what is where does he go next? It's just tough because the next the next time he, what he could do is win the Rumble and then challenge Brock. You know, Brock holds it. You know, now Brock's the champion, holds it through WrestleMania. Kofi wins the Rumble and challenges Brock at WrestleMania. That's a main event, like a WrestleMania. That's what I'm saying. I mean, is that's, that actually that's the, Kofi winning makes no sense. Yeah, I mean, it, you have to book it that way, though. You have to give him another shot, though. He's earned it. He's he's won. He's had the title since Mania till now. His run has been incredible. If he if you're gonna make him drop it to fucking Brock and do it, you got to give him another shot in a really big spot. Yeah. All right. Well, well, let's move on for a sec for time. We'll see where we go there. Uh, okay. Did you think? How do you feel about the amount of stomps that Braun Strowman took uh, to lose to Seth? Uh, I was, <laughs> it bothered me a lot. Me too. It, it, that was too many stomps. Four I mean, stomps, it right? makes the stomp I love the, I love four, the use of Four the pe- stomps and a pedigree. I love the pedigree. Love the pedigree. Hate I love the that he, stomps. I love that he, I was like, oh, he's going to do the pedigree. That's cool. But four stomps to beat Brock He should have, he should have did stomp, pedigree, stomp, over. But I will say this: so two two sides of this coin. I love, I love Eddie, le champion, le champion, le champion. I love that the stomp is such a perfect move for Seth Rollins. 
Like, yes. what a great way to like beat bigger guys than you. <laughs> you know, dude, you and everybody to the mat. Dude, everybody eats those stomps, man. But like, why can't this stomp? Because like the one thing AEW is going to do is like you could already see with Jericho is like the Judas effect is like an unstoppable move. We know nobody kicks out of the one winged angel, right? Yeah. The, the power of the finisher is going to be very strong in AEW. The false finish sure. is the is WWE's like bread and butter. So, um, begin yeah, to the stomps. zone yeah. where like the stomp, it feels like the super kick, you know, and um, it's a it's tricky. I understand yeah. they tr- they were trying, they knew they needed to make Seth look strong, and they they're fucking sick of burying Strowman, you know. It's crazy, dude. It's like Strowman's like. I, I can't believe Strowman. What do you got? TV been, on there? I'm, I got Clash of Champions on in the background. <laughs> All right, did, turn the sound off, Phil. Oh, come on, man. Uh, uh, Clash. Uh, fucking God. Now I'm all fucked up. All right, go. Just, <laughs> Strowman. Strowman. Dude, I, so he lost, he lost the fucking tag titles and then loses in the championship match by getting his face stomped into the mat four times. Right. Like, he's just not a good champion. He's, his only good ring was with a fucking 13 year old kid. Yeah, so I mean, what we're saying about Strowman is that the booking on Strowman is like, now, don't get it twisted about Strowman. This is the power of booking. Look at Kofi Kingston, uh, right? Look at how we, right. bo- Kofi. I got my top four best wrestlers right now. You I know? don't doubt, Bra- yeah, I don't doubt Braun Strowman at all. His act is getting a little tired though. The running around the ring, his, his matches look a lot of the same. He's awesome. I think what he needs is to switch up his style. I want him in trunks, okay? I want him to be jacked. I want him in trunks. I want his. I want. He's wearing. He's not even wearing that that stretchy suit underneath. He's just got a t-shirt on. I'm watching him run around the ring right now. He's got to be. He, that picture of him in the bathing suit on Instagram, looking like the maximum amount of dollars. Which a million one bucks. million. One million bucks. He's got to be in trunks and let the dude wrestle. He can fucking wrestle. Yeah. And let him let him do that. If he if he switches that shit up, he will be insane. Insane. I'm just I'm over this version of of Braun now. It's just it's like he doesn't he's not a good champion. He yeah, doesn't win. So uh, so uh, I want to uh, I want to pivot to my next point. So okay. Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode win the Robert Roode win the tag titles. It's like right. who cares in my yeah. mind? Like the the tag division in WWE is like needs a massive overhaul. Yeah, they're trying. They're 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 trying to do it right now. It's just all over the fucking place. It's, now we got a- AOPs coming in. There's like fucking the revival are right. uh, like all over the place. They're on Raw. They're on SmackDown. They got the, their tag team champions. Like it's just like crazy. It's like it's nuts. You got fucking heavy machinery. What if also, you, I had this thought. Like I don't know if this is too wild, but like I had this thought about like what if the tag division was kind of like. Uh, like you know, in like uh, best of the best movies, like whatever yes. you entering like a blood sport or something like that. If the tag yes. division is the kind of thing that like you could you could be a good WWE superstar wrestling, but you're like, yo, we want to enter the tag division, you know? Yes. And me- yeah. maybe it means you gotta like put up some money, or I don't know exactly. I have to think about the creative on this, but there's some element of like you enter it. You're like, it's like Ziggler and Rude are like, yo, you you see them being like being like yo we're kind of desperate right now like maybe we can make a run over there uh yeah uh, and, then, I, I'm, and there's some I, I kind can, of 
monetary element or like you get a uh you get some kind of <laughs> you get some kind of like seat at the table you know yeah yeah i mean like some like an application like uh process kind of thing like i mean well, i don't uh, need to see like applications or anything but i, I well, know but, you know i know what you're saying like yeah i mean it's that, something like, it's a give. more conscious thing but the problem with tag wrestling right now is is that it doesn't have any respect. So, like, guys like the Revival, who are actually, like, tag team technicians, right? Yeah, they're awesome. They're like, well, their their uh, wrestling ability is the same as, like, just any two wrestlers can get together and be as good. I like, guess so, maybe yeah. Maybe tagging, tagging should be, like, something that's like, hey, we're scared of that or something. Or there, there's some kind of element to it that's, like... That there's a respect for the technique from the other guys. It's like I don't know if we can go in there that easy. Like, what if Rude and Ziggler are in there and like, they, you know, they they suck. What if they suck there, but they're great individual wrestlers or something? Just right, right, it, right. You know, I, I'd have to think this out more. But there is like a respect for tag wrestling in AEW. Right. They have a tag tournament already posted. There's already a buy. Uh, like there's a great synergy between these teams. Like one team, they're best friends, you know. <laughs> one team, they're brothers. One team, one team is small and big. They throw each other around. One team, one team is, is dinosaur like, and jungle boy has a fucking gimp from pulp, fat gimp from Pulp Fiction, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, so there's like cohesion. There's a respect for like tag wrestling. Like, there might be yeah. some kind of thing. It's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, but the tag division, it's, it's I, like, I think wow, it's, I, I think truly it, could not care less. No, you could care. You could care less now, but I think they're going to start going in the right direction with it. You're, they're at least putting in an effort. You're seeing tag team matches now. But on like, Harper and Rowan are back together. They don't even mention Bludgeon Brothers. Like, they, those guys dominated. Like, they don't Dude, even I, matter. Dude, that's uh, what they did on SmackDown was was crazy, man. Like really crazy. It was it was, that was brutal. Like they, that was a cool way to bring Harper back, big time. I'm all about it. I, I'm into it also, but I'm saying like, do you see how the Bludgeon Brothers fall away? Ziggler was a uh, Rude and Gable were tag champs together, and then it's like, oh, that's gone. Like it, 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 the the tag division truly has no staying power. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, I, I, but. I, I think it's got. I think it's got a shot to to come back together. Sure, now. I think I, I'm not seeing any proof of that though. With the the tag division is one part of WWE where I'm like, get, like what what's the plan here? It it almost yeah. It it just needs like almost needs like a reset. It needs well, new Dave direction. Well, Bryan and Rowan had the tag titles, and I was I thought for a second that, that was, was going to be. I was like, oh, that's so smart because they cut that promo that was only on yeah. com. We're like we're like, hey, we're going to main event WrestleMania as tag partners. Yeah, and then they didn't do anything with it. They did nothing with it. He didn't even change the titles to, you know, eco-friendly. I mean, yeah, and we probably would have bought him. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about the King of the Ring tournament. Yes. Uh, and by the way, we have a draft coming up October 11th and 14th, I think, on Raw and SmackDown. There's going to be, they're going to be, they're going to be, it's official that a draft will be happening when they go to, when the week after, I believe, the, uh, they go to Fox. Once they go to Fox, I'm the next week so is a draft. excited. I'm so excited for that draft. So excited. Well, you, why, you weren't into the uh, wild card rule? No, not at all. I just, <laughs> That's got to be I'm, one of the stains on WWE Creative. I'm so excited to just see how it all ends up falling, like coming together, you know, like just, like who's going to go where it's important 
like SmackDown's starting to enter this new like era of like it's got it's got this big feel to it. Friday nights, like it's gonna be fucking cool. Like look what look what SmackDown has done for Roman Reigns. You know, like I, I think it would uh, be I'm a still perfect. Seeing I'm still seeing a vest. Yeah, me too. Uh, well, but like, is, I, well, everyone likes Roman Reigns right now because he's been demoted. That's why. Yeah, and he's but just but like wait until Lesnar wins, and then the first thing we see is Reigns Lesnar. It's probably gonna happen. You're right. The the match that haunts my fucking dreams. Anytime they give me Lesnar Reigns, I just go like, I can't believe I watch this shit. <laughs> like, they, yeah, they Roman's been the losing a lot. Care. They hate me. Yeah. I've been Roman's to two manias like where that was the main event. Yeah, I one was one of my favorite matches of all time, though. So I mean, I don't yeah, know why yeah. I complain. You can't. And speaking of complaining, I think officially Baron Corbin is pretty good. No, He's, dude, don't fucking even get me started. Baron Corbin. I was tweeting about him. Wait, I didn't say Baron. great. By the way, I just want I want my wording to you to hear. I said I think we're gonna say he's pretty good. <laughs> no, no, I'm just I want I want to officially say that. What they have done with Baron Corbin has been really awesome. Like, he gets people fucking hate this dude so much with a passion. They say turn off kind of heat. Like, you want to, like, change the channel and turn off the TV when he's on. Right. That's how good he is. He can wrestle. He's athletic as fuck. He's a good-looking dude now. His style, when he came out in that suit on SmackDown, the coronation, he looked like a million bucks. He really did. And he's, coronation, tough word for a Long Islander. Yeah, that's so good. A coronation. Coronation. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, I made it down to fucking hey. go to my buddy's coronation. <laughs> yeah, I got to go to his coronation. He's the constable. Um, yeah, you're right, dude. He, I, in my notes here, he it's wrestle, I also said he looks money in a suit. Money in a suit. Baron Corbin is. You're right. He so Vince. One thing, Vince. Vince loves Baron Corbin. That we all yeah. know that he loves, and it. I'm cool with it. I'm completely fine with it. I don't care what the reasoning is because the guy delivers, man. He's the, so, his let's talk about Baron Corbin a quick second. By the way, go. you could tell he's he's not he's wearing a tank top, but he's in way better shape than he's ever been. For he's sure, looking jacked up. Yes, and he's a huge dude, huge. So, and, and you know, I mean. I mean, let's put this yeah. in perspective. These are huge men. <laughs> but huge. I would say that Baron Corbin, let's talk about heel heat. There is heat like MJF gets, right? Which is great. But everybody yeah. loves him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they love him. Like, so when he says, by the way, I hate it when he says, like, your mom swallows. It's, uh, it still bothers me. It's too far, right? Like, it's it's just gross. Yeah. Anyway. I, do you like that? Why? Why does that bother no. me? I actually think it's just like not clever either. It's like, it's like '90s or something. But then he yeah. wears the Burberry scarf, which is also it's like, like the, completely 90s. tacky like a 90s. and like out of style. Yeah, he's. I think that's just how he is. He's like that tacky heel. I don't know. I mean, he's, he's really good. Speaking of Long Island guys, I, you know, I think he's uh, he's kind of lost a little steam right now because he didn't really he didn't have a match with the last one. He was in Cody's corner. He's like in Cody's shadow right now. He's looking real jacked, uh, and he's got this face of like like a real that you just want to fucking punch so bad. But and that means okay, he's really good. People like him is my point. Is that like he gets heat, yeah. but people are like this guy's great. 
Corbin yeah. gets heel heat where everyone's like, I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, it's amazing. I think it's incredible. And we all knew. In, I'm saying when they announced the King of the Ring tournament, my first yeah. pass, I gave it to Corbin. Yeah. But then the one I handed to, to, to Aaron, I, I did I, I changed it. But I was like, I fucking knew it. In that same way you know Roman Reigns is gonna headline manias every time. <laughs> you know. You, but, and it's it kinda works. You're like, I fucking hate this guy. Stop pushing this guy. You you, and need, let's, you know what I mean? Well, but but let's not, not forget he unsuccessfully cashed in his money in the bank contract. Okay. Yeah. He's had big fails. Like that's a big fail. Like you have an opportunity to become champion. They didn't give him to him. And he and his list of things are like, you know, he retired fucking Kurt Angle. You know, he uh, he won money in, in the bank. In his farewell match at WrestleMania. Yeah, in his farewell match at WrestleMania. He, like, was U.S. champion. Like, all these weird things. They're not that, like, special, but he really gets, like, the craziest heat. I've ever, Like, I know people, like, Lauren Moran, like, won't even watch the TV what I'm watching with. She's like laying on the floor looking the other way, going crazy. And there's no convincing that kind of fan that like, no, he's really good. Like, you should like him. He's, he's doing a great job. <laughs> he's there's actually no better on the mic than a lot of other wrestlers. <laughs> he's he's, he's but really anyway, good. I'm saying he's pretty good. Here's what I want to get to. I, King of the Ring, it's a great, he's a great candidate for that. Let's talk about Chad Gable for a second. Yeah. Because Chad Gable is the kind of wrestler who gets into that same zone every time where I'm like, okay, he was he got a lot of heat in that match. Great, I said it. Like the guy, he's a fucking incredible American Alpha. Oh, I miss Jason Jordan, but whatever. Uh, yeah, he's great. But I, a guy like Chad Gable, is he better long term in like AEW or NXT uh, even? Uh he would he would really thrive in this new version of NXT. I think he feels like an NXT guy to me because I'm actually a big fan of his, but he seems a little lost. Like first off, he's clearly a wrestler who should be in the uh, Olympic wrestling outfit. He shouldn't be wearing trunks, even though he's got the bod. It's just guys, uh, I, the I, Olympic wrestlers love... need to be rocking the angle look. It's just how it is. Yeah, I think when he when he cut his when he cut his hair, that was also a mistake. Trunk, yeah, big mistake. He looks bad. He looks like just yeah. a guy. He needs yeah, wrestler yeah. hair. Yeah, he lost. He lost a lot of his mojo, but he got over, man. Like the crowd was really behind him. Like, and that has a lot to do with how good Baron Corbin is, because people hated Baron Corbin so much that they were willing to convince themselves that Chad Gable needs to win right. this because we can't have Baron Corbin win. Right. So they were getting behind Chad Gable so much. Because no one wanted to see Baron Corbin win the fucking King of the Ring. Right. <laughs> it's so good, man. That's not an easy thing to do. Like, it's just not. It, it's, it's not. It's incredible. And yeah. I give Corbin all the credit. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's uh, let's uh, hit the cash-ins quick. Because uh, we got okay, cash-ins yeah. live from the floor. The main, oh, but, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to play I'm gonna this quick. Hear it. Yeah. Yeah, mark it. Uh, cause Tulo, you're gonna have to hear this like uh, over. I don't know how you're gonna hear it. You might not. You're not gonna be able to hear it. It'll be funny. Just tell me what it, what it was. All right. Uh, hey, this is Emily Scott, and um, it's uh, 10:11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and Tulo said I had to cash in from uh, Clash of Champions, so here I am doing that. Uh, no, it's been a really great show tonight. Uh, the crowd's pretty hot for 
pretty much everybody. Surprisingly, uh, really loved Randy Orton and were kind of cool on Kofi Kingston, so uh, they didn't uh, quite know what to do with that finish. So, but anyway, we're about to see uh, Seth Rollins go toe-to-toe with uh, Braun Strowman, so uh, yeah, enjoyed it a lot. Wow. Uh, cheers up. Cheers up. Cheers up. Wait, do we have two live from Nashville? Hey, this is Nathan Pierce from Nashville. I'm oh, live Charlotte. at Thompson Bowling Arena. Please don't play that first one I cast in. Uh, I'm a little <laughs> drunk right now. Anyway, uh, Baron Corbin just won King of the Ring. Everyone's losing their mind, and uh, I'm having a blast. Boots on the ground here. Cheers up. Oh, cheers up. I love the boots on the ground. Hey, here we got an actual question here. Corey Graves, with the announcement of the week, the fact that Mike Kanellis is a clear beta cuck. Wow. What's up, Patroniacs? Oh, geez. What's up, Countation? This is Brad Mack, the producer, Jabroniac. And uh, welcome back to the studios, guys. It's good to hear you guys again. Do a little cash in, a quick one. Just about uh, Night of Champions. Uh, my favorite match, I want your guys' opinion on that uh, whole deal between Shinsuke Nakamura and uh, and uh, Mr. Awesome there. And uh, Sami Zayn was just tremendous uh, with his, uh, with his uh, neck brace. So I uh, want your thoughts on that match. I just think that... Uh, that the Miz versus uh, Shinsuke. Shinsuke just looked really, really strong, uh, despite the uh, the heelish uh, tendencies of the manager interfering with the match all over the place. And his Kinshasa looked fantastic at the end, and that's one of the best. Okay, listen, bro. <laughs> okay, listen. Dude, you're, I love when you cash in. <laughs> you're great cash in. Always a great question. But, I mean, you really make me wait for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? If <laughs> I like a quick, just a quick cash in. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I mean, like, really, really, really making me wait for it, you know? And, uh, quick cash in, very long. Dude, just tighten it up. Get to the question. Start, lead lead with the question. How about that? Lead with the question. Uh, but, hey, thanks for cashing in. Keep cashing in. I love, uh, so Shins- love hearing from you. So, Shinsuke and uh, The Miz? So, I mean, guys, I just feel like I said Shinsuke should wear a cape so long ago. You did, right? Yeah. I always uh, did. But I think he did wear a cape in Japan, so I, I think he did. Well, I texted you last night, or today I think it was. Yeah. And I was, I'm like, this, this Shinsuke and Sammy stuff is really working. It's really, like, really, really good. Sammy Zane is, can make, Jack, Jerk Mills said it to me. He said, Sammy Zane is the kind of guy that can make anything get over. Yeah, Sammy Zane is extremely great. You know, it's funny. Sammy Zane was not a Mike guy. When he first came in, no, he wasn't. He, he wasn't. wasn't. Remember, uh, he's kind of jabron in the mic. Quiet. He was. He was kind of quiet though, too. He let, it was like a lot of his stuff was like the wrestling in the ring. Like he was just well, like, like he was a big indie guy. He was like El Generico. Yeah. He wore a mask. He did like broken English was his gimmick, right? <laughs> and then uh, and now it's amazing. Like some guys take to it, and and, and it's kind of a testament to uh, the fact that like uh, you know well, like uh, that. They, the got, mic's not worked enough in the Indies, you know. Well, he's got he's got training. He's a he's an improv guy. And, I know. Uh, and a, I know. Yeah, he's a trained guy. Him and, him and the Miz, I think, are always talking about that. Like, I'm thinking what they're was, doing with Chitsky. I mean, they're making Chitsky an actual uh, threat. I would go way weirder with it. I think that's what they're trying to do. Yeah, 
I think they're starting to get really weird with it. This cape stuff, the the, uh, the new onesie that he had on the black one was love sick. There, the, his facial expressions. I love how he doesn't say anything now anymore, and like Sammy's really like digging into it. I the need neck him brace, to paint. You know this. I want him painting. Uh, I would love him to paint. It would be so much fun. He should paint. I think they. I hope they start cutting some vignettes for him. I want this. I want this to be like a really sick. I see title run. I think personally is that, well, I guess everybody's probably watching NXT. I can, can I say a sport NXT spoiler on here now? Right. Yeah. I think I can. Yeah, right. You can. So now that Velveteen dream has lost the NXT title, I think he should get, he should come up to not come across whatever it's called now to SmackDown or raw and immediately be in a, in, intercontinental title feud with, uh, Shinsuke. That'd and be let cool. Those, it never happens. Uh, uh, always in the years we pitch like an NXT guy comes up, he goes right for something. Uh, (laughs) never happens. The only time it ever happened was Finn. Yes. Yeah. And Kevin Owens. There's a couple of guys. He went for the U S title against Cena. Right, right, right. I think he won it. Right. He he beat Cena in his first match. It's great. Speaking of Kevin Owens. And this is the last thing we'll cover here on this episode. But join us over at the Patreon episode, patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. We're going to talk about NXT on USA. Uh, we just watched it. Fucking pumped. Uh, we're going to talk yeah. about that over there. And a couple other things from Raw that I'm going to actually just bring over there. Um, and a bit of AEW news. We'll talk about that on the, on the Patreon episode. Uh, please support the show, patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Uh, just know it goes to great purposes like the new Daniel Bryan eco-friendly heavyweight championship and the cow handcrafted by a listener of this podcast the comedians and wrestling eco-friendly championship which means that the heavyweight cow champion which is currently Iffy in Wadaway who's MIA um, will have the option of carrying around an eco-friendly title uh, you know so uh, Kevin Owens the bought a, tickle, bought a ticket Sue Angle I mean, I'm liking what they're doing there. I just think the only problem with it is it comes so late in my wrestling, my my Raw SmackDown viewership that it doesn't yeah. feel like Shane is in charge or something. Yeah, I mean, does that does that make sense? I don't, I don't know what it is. The lawsuit thing kind of threw me off a little bit. I think I was into it up until this point. It has to I be really, like, if you're going to pull that angle, that shit has to open raw, you know? Like, yeah. it has to be like Austin spot, where it's like, this is like the pressing fucking business of the show. We're getting sued, you know? Yeah, When true. it's in the that's middle, it feels like a segment. Yeah, that's very. it was a really good point. Yeah, that's true. Like, Owens showed up halfway through the show, right? Yeah. So, like, you, you know, and they're all, all like, I bought a ticket. You know, I don't know. They're, they're throwing all the cliches at it. Yeah, they're doing, they're playing all the hits. Um, but I'm, I like it. But I think, again, for me, those kind of things, the, the hard thing about them, I like what they're doing. I love Kevin Owens. I like he was, he looks cool in his, in his dad kid, in his like plain clothes. He looks cool, you know? Right, right, right. Is like foundationally, WB has an issue, which is like I don't know what the structure is anymore. We don't have GMs. We don't have. Well, I'm, hope, 
so I hope that's going to change with the draft that's coming up. Right. I, I'm, I a, I'm a big proponent of like we need GMs. I need to know. I got to see gorilla. Like I want to see like oh there's here's how it's working. I'm I'm you know I want more. I want more of that. Frankly. Yeah, I mean the way the way that NXT does it with Regal is so slick. They don't like overuse Regal. They have they do some things every once in a while. Then Regal will come out and like make a match. That's how it should be. The GMs don't need to be like this big, bold personality that's in front of everything and always constantly doing things. Show them every once in a while just so you know that there's some kind of structure and let it be good. Like, it's, it's, yeah. Right now, though, this whole stuff with Shane is just like, I think I'm just like finally over it. Yo, anyway, we're going to head over what? Can I ask you one last thing? Yeah. How'd you like Sasha's promo this week? I thought she killed it. Good. She's getting better. She's. Get, I said she's going to get there. She really leaned into it. Oh, we didn't week. even the talk w- about the Becky Sasha match. That was a note I just skipped over. So good. The match was fucking oh. great. Uh, I props to Sasha for making, uh, for for bringing back, you know, for giving Becky the feud that she's been needing. You know, dude. There. Uh, this is the. I'm calling it right now. Like I said, it. They're going to have match of the year at Hell in a Cell, and it and it's on a card. It's going to be on a card with. With Seth and the Fiend, and fucking uh, probably Brock and Kofi might even be back on that. I mean, Brock's gonna have to wrestle on it, but like, it's so crazy, dude. Like, this is this is nuts, man. Like, the, these women are are at the top of their game. Top. I'm yeah. loving. I'm loving what Sasha's doing. Yeah, I, 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 Becky. I was talking about Becky last week, and I was saying how oh. she's really clicked in as like the man. Yep. She's there. Like, she's done her, it. She's clicked her in. Promo work she's is the like, face of the company. Um, I love when she says, when the man comes around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I when don't the know. man... Yeah, oh, God. Just being like, when I come it. around, it's like, when the man comes around, you know, you know what the fuck is up. Like, it is a... Yep. That is a cool, original expression. Dude, and how about uh, Carmella coming out to help Charlotte in that fucking little feud, Yeah, too? they're probably and- just setting up for a tag match next week, right? <laughs> Probably, yeah, I guess so. Maybe yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think she might. They really like Carmella. It would be really great if they fucking to pair up Charlotte and uh, and Carmella would be something pretty fucking cool. How about Kane getting the fiend over? We didn't mention that. Oh, my god, amazing! Yeah, uh, sick. All right, Jesus hey, Christ, we'll talk more so about the stuff over on the Patreon app. We we'll talk about NXT. Oh god, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking. Itching Dad. to talk about the ending of NXT this week, but uh, I can't believe we were just able to talk about every. I completely forgot about Clash of Champions. Dude, that's what I'm saying. There's so much wrestling. We gotta split these things up because <laughs> so we end up Monday, not talking Tuesday, about Wednesday. anything. Oh my god! I need to be able to talk about Chad Gable's hair, or else what are we? <laughs> uh, well, then we're just gonna morph into every other wrestling podcast. Anyway, Holy hey, thanks shit. for supporting the show, everybody. Uh, Tulo, thanks for joining me here, and you'll join me on the Patreon up. Patreon.com. Let's fucking me up. Wrestling, support this show. Support the expansion of wrestling. Support AEW. All right, anyway, hey, cheers up. Keep watching wrestling and supporting this woodworking slash hoobastank slash wrestling fan podcast. <laughs> Keep watching wrestling. Kisses. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.